All right. Periklamat Zayin continuing. Ki ein sham bais, asher ein sham meis. There was not there a house. There was not there a meis, a dead. Hukshul Rabu Seinuzal. So the, the rabbis had the following. Vichi, b'chol bais, bais, b'chor haya. Can it be that every single house has a firstborn male? Uh, yeah, this is, I don't know, I mean, truth is, you wouldn't, wouldn't put anything past uh, the midstream, but um, I was going to say that they probably didn't have the same advanced level of uh, birth control as Americans do nowadays. You just had that one child and afterwards just... They use birth control for the rest of the time, right? So then that would be a bukhor in every house. But uh, but seemingly they had, uh, probably had multiple children, right? So if you have multiple children, then when they grow up, they have start a household. There's the second born also starts a household, right? Okay, and maybe he has a girl, his first born child. Right? I mean, not every household is a, right. has a first born in it. It's a potion, right? Ella, lulamducha. Rather, this comes to teach you shekol misha hayalo bechor umeis hayalosa lo akinov. So, if the family had a firstborn at some point, and that firstborn passed away, which happens eventually, everyone passes. They would make for him a stand umamido. And they would stand them up in the house. Ew. What? Ew. Well, what they would. Mean? They well, they would first mummify him, obviously. That doesn't make it marginally. Okay, it makes it slightly better. Yes. Mu- a mummy. They would mummify they would the keep person. Keep the mummy in their house. Yep. Of a firstborn specifically. <laughs> Remember what we said earlier, right? We we discussed in the, just earlier that the bechor was the was the Avodah of Mitzrayim, right? The, 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 the astrological sign of the... Uh, what, what do we say? Aries? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Tle. Tle, right? So uh, this is how they viewed themselves, right? Before, this was their power. So then, naturally, the family Bechor, right? The grandpa, the other Bechor, grandpa, right? So he... You got to keep him around. He's a good luck charm. So this is Bechor before Marcus Bechor. Yeah, yeah, he died, died 50 years ago. Okay. Died 200 years ago. Yeah, so you keep a statue of him, uh, a mummy of him in the house. <laughs> okay. Turns the uh, shot, totally not said. Well, hold on, let's just finish. But also Lila, and that night, Nishekes, um, it was ground up. We'll see exactly how, but the boy, it crumbled, right? This mummy. It was as painful in their eyes as the very day that great grandpa died, right? So again, he died 50 years ago, right? They've been keeping his mummy in the house. Now the mummy crumbled. On this night, and they re-experienced the death of great-grandpa Bahor. 
Where's the Diuk? Hold, hold on, hold on. Let you finish, finish the Maimon. Then we'll go back. We'll put, put it into the into the okay. pasuk and everything, right? Vlaod, and not only that, Ella Shemitzrim Kovrim Osam Bubatehem. Not only do they have a, a statue, a mummy of it, standing in the corner of the living room, but I guess once you ran out of corners in the living rooms and things, right? You already had quite a few. Uh, so then, the next thing you, they would do is they would bury them underneath the floor tiles of the house, under the house. The bechor, the bechoris. That's right. Again, all is a good luck charm. Yeah, this is their. This is they, they believe very firmly in the concept of bechorhood. You have to remember, the Egyptians are the ones that built pyramids to store. You know, the to be as 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 a, as a uh, tomb. I mean, that's a you know pretty serious um, endeavor, right? Construction endeavor it pales. And no, no other civilization was as obsessed with keeping the dead alive and keeping the dead with you as the Egyptians were. Why did the pyramid imply keeping the dead with you? Taking care of the dead somehow. I mean, I mean. Look at any other civilization. Either they would just they would bury them. Maybe you make like a nice little coffin or whatever. Maybe like a even like a little sarcophagus, right? If you're really fancy, right? And these the Egyptians. Well, hey, let's build a um, you know half a mile by half a mile um, structure out of enormous. Stones, you know, like a. I'd always just. I know. You tell me where I'm wrong. I always just assume that was a furtherance of the current tombstone. That they just took yeah. that to an extreme. I wouldn't look at a tombstone as keeping someone with yeah, me. I would look at that as a as a, send, like a, like a send off to this person. Remember, they built a whole house. They if it's like, a send off, you know, you, you don't do. A, you know, that's not a tomb. That's a, that's not a tombstone. Meaning like a, a send off, a tomb, like a shkoyach, you know, you know. Uh, here, tipping our hat to you. Okay? That's quite a tip. This is like the center of their entire civilization. The, this is literally, they spent their entire life, right, preparing for this. I mean, there wasn't much else that they did. This was, this was a big deal. Yeah? So I'm just saying that they were very much, in, in the, the dead was, were very much with them. Right, the, uh, the world of the what's it called the under underworld, uh, the world of the dead. Eighties. No, no, I'm saying that the whole Suzuki doesn't. Uh, was <laughs> that it was Bon Jovi was, song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The world, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they, had, they had rooms and stuff, and they, they had rooms and like with food, with like, with like, you know, supply. It's a kibbutz to him. But it's his, no. whole, his whole living structure, like he's still going to use all that stuff, all yeah. the gold and things. Again, they, they were the only ones to mummify. Okay. Right? And that's a pretty serious procedure, high right. tech. And that maintains the skin. That maintains the, 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 the body know, Here, right. here in this world. Like right. you shouldn't go anywhere. Like you have to uh-huh. stay here. Uh-huh. Anyway, so okay. this was a big deal. So, again, so they would bury 
some of these bechoros under their houses. So the dogs would climb into these uh, little caves under the houses. They, they would dig. Dogs are good at digging and finding bones. Dogs like a nice milk bone, right? So they would dig under the house, climb into these cave, these uh, these these, these uh, burial caves. Umotzin as a bechor, and they drag out dead great grandpa bechor. Bishenayim in their teeth. Umisatoim. Okay, so they were tossing them. So they were they were tossing. Uh, these uh, these bones of of great grandpa Bukhor around Vakasha Aleim Kaosa Yom Shakavrum and it was as painful for them as on that day when they were initially buried. Okay. So uh, again the Pasik says there was not a single house that did not have a dead firstborn in it. What's difficult about that statement? It's not possible. Many houses are not going to have a firstborn, right? Unless there was some sort of a law in Egypt that, like, uh, you have to make sure to only marry in such a way that... Right. Only allowed one kid per family. Whatever, I don't know. Yeah, so the point is, seemingly many households are not going to have a firstborn. So how can they have a dead firstborn? So Chazal answer that must be that some houses didn't have an actual person who died on that day, but there was a mace, there was a... Um, there was someone dead, but maybe they, maybe they died before. But now the family re-experienced their death. How so? Because they had been holding on to great-grandpa before. They'd been kind of still living with him. He was a legitimate member of the family. He had a yeah, he used to get uh, called up for an aliyah, mm-hmm. right? Like some places, yeah. still here. And yeah. the only thing they, they didn't give him was hagba. Can't give Grandpa Bahor hagba, right? But uh, otherwise, right? He's still fully active. What do you mean? You ask him advice, leave him a letter next to next to him, right? The shot here was the Mitzri women had many partners. Yeah, you, there, there were lots of uh, you, that's you, that's not the answer we're going with right now. You're saying you you're aware that this is addressed by other. I mean, the, there's a kasha. The kasha we hear. Now, you, I guess the question I'm asking is, my nafkamina is it just are we just making up stories? Like, is there a diuk in the 
Meaning, okay, so we know literally that can't be. That so can't be. Offering different so that, opinions, oh. or are we making it up, or like, wh- is there some something in the pasuk that gives us in in uh, a suggestion that this is the real answer? Great question. Great question. So Ezra is saying, look, the kasha we hear loud and clear. Yeah. Now what happens? What's the process of exogenesis? What is the process that Chazal went through? Right. So the easy answer is ask a random guy off the street. Uh, well, how does how does the Michal knows? Oh, it's a Masora, right? It's a Yeah, okay, obviously that's not true. Why is it obviously not true? Because the Mephoshim fight about these things. They say, how does Rashi know? It can't be, maybe it's this. Uh, no, 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 it can't be that, because if that would be the case, the Apostle Shira said it elsewhere. The fact that the Apostle here, the fact that it's in past tense, present tense. So, the, so right? So, uh, the moment you say that it's a. Uh, there is a Masora, yeah? Just, like, take all the Mephoshman, Chumash, throw them in the garbage, and you've got your Masora, okay? So that's all, no point in the, the entire pilpul, in the entire Machlaikas, and the entire all the learning. LMI, that's obviously not the case. So, yeah, so there's a, there's a Mahalach, there's a process of exogenesis, of Drush. Drush, what does Drush mean? To demand. To demand. No. Seek. Seek. Yeah. Doresh, like like we right. had in this past week's Parsha. Moshe Rabbeinu with the... Uh, with, uh, with, uh, yeah. He, he was seeking, he was in, investigating, looking, right? So Drush is... I say, wait, this is difficult. This passage is difficult. So then I start digging uh, and trying to find an answer. So, so, okay, so what... So where could it be coming from? So... We've eliminated the fact that there was actually a Bahor in every house. Okay. So we're going to need to come up. So, so this is going to be one of these uh, syllogisms, right? So we know there's not a actual Bahor in every house that's dying. That's an assumption that we're making. Uh, because that's because it would be too, it'd be too many, uh, Bechor, way too many firstborns. Right? Okay. So... Uh, now, I don't know, maybe a person could challenge that. Ezra challenged it a second ago he, uh, because by saying that, well, the Egyptians were very promiscuous and the death was not only to the firstborn of the father, but it was also to the firstborn of the mother, right? So that would double the amount of firstborn that we have, right? And therefore, you would end up with a lot more households that could have a, a bona fide dead Bechor. However, it still may not be sufficient to account for every household. Because as long as, I mean, you're still only getting maximum of two. Right? Right. So as long as, let's say, the Egyptians had three chi- three children, uh, then already one of them would, would not right. be a Bechor. So, so there, there should still seemingly be some households that do not have a Bechor, even if you say that. Now, um, we could say, and this is an answer brought, we say, okay, um, even uh, Bechor is Lavdavka. It means the, the oldest, the eldest in the house, okay. the senior male member. Okay, okay? so that, that, would be, that, would be, that would be an answer. So I mean, we're sticking to, we're looking for somebody that will die, right? Very Marcus Bechoros. All that Savara doesn't answer my question, which is, is there anything in the Pasuk so far, so far we've not, 
well, the Pasuk says, yeah, so far, just the fact that the Pasuk says die, we know that can't happen. So now we're looking for what's going to be the most plausible way to explain the Pasuk. Now, our Midrash is doing something else. Our Midrash is pointing out that it doesn't say that it says, Ein Shamais. There's not there a it doesn't say there was misa, there was dying. It says mace. Uh, a, a corpse. A, a corpse. Okay. Now, a corpse doesn't have to have become a corpse today. A corpse could have become a corpse 50 years ago. So this is just informational? By the no, way, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Two separate discussions. Okay. First, we're trying to figure out where Chazal coming from. Where are they getting this from? Then there's another question is, okay, why is it significant? Why, why do I care about this? Why, 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 why is the Torah telling me this? That's a separate question. So, okay. um, so I think that that's so, so Ezra. So I think that the answer, that, that, that would be what I see so far as the answer to your question. Is that better? Okay, good. Now, Noah's question. Who cares? Right? Okay, good. So that's the moral is going to deal with. Okay, okay here we go. But how do we know this is Mechilta, by the way? I'm sorry? How do we know this is Mechilta? How do we know this is Mechilta? How do I know personally, or how does... Like, where, where is this... I guess I'm saying, where is this Makor from? So by me, in the... Over the it says Hikshu Lerabusenuzal. By me, it says Mechel Tasham. Oh yeah, it says Yilkut Shemoni. That's why he's question. Ah, uh-huh. could be in both ways. Uh, is, is there a is there, is there a note that uh, addresses this? No, he brings down Yilkut Shemoni. Our previous one is Mechel in the last trash that we had. Yeah, okay, so um, yeah, we, we could open up a Mechilta and, and, and take a look. Um, the, the, so over here, Sir Hartman is bringing this Yaku Shimoni. Now, Yaku Shimoni is not fundamentally a source, right? It, it's a Yalkut. It's a Likut, right? Yalkut means Likut. Uh, Rab, Rabbi Shimon is, was uh, a Rishon, not even an early Rishon at that. Right, so Yaakov Shimoni is, but, but the good news is that he was a very uh, good rabbi, respected, and he didn't make stuff up. He was Malakat. He gathered many different Midrashim into one place. That's all he did. So it's a Likud. So the, uh, it's coming from somewhere. So theoretically, it might have been a Mechilta. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know who wrote Mechilta in my publication, but whoever did, Potentially, they had such a mechilta in front of them. Maybe we don't. You know, the, the, uh, it's not uncommon, for example, for the Maral or somebody else to quote a midrash, and we can't find that midrash, right? But we have something similar in midrash Rabba or, or, or in the or in the Yalkut or, or or something. So, um, okay. The fact that we have it in the Yalkut means that it. It did have a place elsewhere, right? Meaning, Yaakov means he got it from another midrash somewhere else. Now, the fact that 
Rafarjan was quoting that, I'm assuming he did a computer search, and he didn't come up with anything. So that means that uh, currently, the only place we have it is in the Yalkut. Make sense? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. All right. So says the Maral. Now, again, why would the Maral bring this? Because what did he just finish telling us earlier? That for the Egyptians, their, their power was the Bukhor. So, which made Magas Bukhor so devastating. Right? We think, oh, okay. Makas Bechoros, that means, you know, um, whatever it is, 15% of the population, uh, or, or 10% of the population was killed. Oh, that's pretty high, 10%. Um, no, 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 you don't, not, you don't get it. It was their entire source of power. It was, the, it was it's not just, uh, the Bechor is connected, is connected all the other children, right? Because this is what, the the, 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 you know, the, the the whole household stands on this. Yeah? So then, it uh, this Pasek would be uh, a tremendous... So then, like old Jush, what does Jush do? It, the Torah has a pshat that tells you something. And then if you look deeper, it even, it's even more awesome than that. Right? It's even whatever is the message usually in pshat... Is going to be expanded and deepened in Jush. So we thought that it was the loss of the living firstborn. But wait, but that doesn't work out with the with the pasuk. It says every household. Oh, so Elamai, that you see that no, you you know how important the Bukhor was to the Egyptians. That even after he would pass away, they would still hold on to him. Now, besides the fact that you, you happen to think it's gross, yeah? But it helps you to understand how central the Bukhor was to the Egyptians. Right? They would bury them under the foundations of their house, that like, so to speak, that they're like living on top, you know, like, uh, the, 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 you know, based on the Bukhor. By the way, uh, the, the Chinese... And I think maybe the Japanese, the, the Asians, have a tremendous... I mean, it's, it's a form of, of idol worship, actually. Um, of uh, ancestor worship. I mean, besides respecting their, their current elders tremendously, right? But the, the, the ones that passed away, it's literally ancestor worship, right? They're like in awe of, like, great-grandpa before. Yeah? So it's not so um, far away. For Western mentality, you know, it's like, what do you mean? I mean, what, what does uh, Rabbi Kiva say? That he, he saw, a, he saw a, a, a Roman, right, who uh, took his old father and threw him to his dog to, to be devoured, right? I mean, like, you know, for Westerners, it's like, oh, man. All these nursing homes are costing us so much money. Like, how can we figure out a way to get rid of these old people, with, but without like actually killing them? Because that that wouldn't be okay, right? I mean, that, that's like the real question. That only because you don't want them to kill you when you're old. That's the only reason, not because right. And also, it wouldn't look good. I mean, it wouldn't, it wouldn't look good. 
I mean, maybe euthanasia. Eh, no. Eh, I have to figure something out, right? Maybe we'll... Just send all the coronavirus patients into nursing homes. Oh, good cop. A good cop, right? So... So, but I see, but 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 all what was that country that um, in Europe that they decided no, no, we're not gonna protect from Corona? Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, listen, time comes, you, you take it like a man, <laughs> right? So uh, yeah. So my shein came right here. The elder, the, 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 the elder, very tremendously important, tremendously respectful, right? Respected. So this was their power. This was your whole heritage. Okay. So then it gives us a little bit of, um, maybe a lot more appreciation for what Makas Bechoros did for, to the Egyptians. It literally, you know, chopped at the, at the very roots of their entire tree. Okay. So that says the morale. That's... Uh, this is the explanation of this midrash is like I told you earlier. Their power was dependent, was hanging on their firstborn. Because they were worshippers of the um, sheep constellation or Aries apparently. What does Aries even mean? Name of the sheep. Oh, does it? It's like Latin. Oh. God of war, wasn't he? What? God of war, wasn't he? For a sheep to be a god of war, that's kind of funny. I, get, I don't know. Aries is Mars, same thing, right? I don't know. I don't know all the names. Could have been wrong. I could be wrong. I don't know. So let's sideline for now Aries and let's just call it a tlet, right? The sheep. Um, Shehu Rashius Hamazolos. This is the very first of the twelve Mazolos. Vehu Yedua Lechachamim Lama Mitzrayim Hayu of Ovdim Lemazol Tle. B'Mashi Mitzrayim Nekroim Chamor. Okay, so um, now we're going to get into a little bit understanding what, why specifically, meaning the Canaanites didn't choose the Tle as their as their idol, right? Uh, the, uh, why were the Egyptians specifically so upset? I mean, it's a nice Bechor, it seems to be. If you're going to pick, you could pick the, the Bechor, or you could pick, like, the middle child, right? So, seemingly, the Bechor is more Hashav, but but so, so what? Why specifically the Egyptians are so obsessed with it? So, the answer is, Egyptians have to do with the Hamor, the, the, the donkey. Um... Like the Posek in Yechezkel says, Asher Basar Hamorim Basaram, that their flesh is the flesh of donkeys. Vakol Madrigosum Humri, the entire, the, the, the whole um, uh, spiritual level, spiritual state of the Egyptians was that of physicality. I'm. Uh, The Hamor who Rishon. So the and and the Hamor, which represents physicality, obviously there's a reason why a Hamor is called a Hamor, the same language in Hebrew as Humrius, is because the Maral explains in a number of places 
the Hamor does not have any distinctive um, features of Tzura. I obviously, nothing can, no animal can exist without having a Tzura. <laughs> you gotta have some Tzura, right? But, uh, but the Tzura of a Hamor is absolutely just, you know, if you take a child, tell, tell a child, draw an animal, right? So what's he going to do? He's going to make, going to make an oval. Then uh, towards the end of the oval, you're going to make uh, some sort of a circle. And then you're going to make four legs. And look at that. Doesn't, doesn't that look like a hamor? See? And it basically looks like a hamor, right? Because a hamor has no distinctive features. A horse has a long neck, has longer legs, has a mane, right? There's a certain way, there's certain things you need to do to cue a horse, right? Uh, a, a dog has has other features, right? Um, a giraffe is very distinct, right? There's different animals have different distinct. Uh, a bull. Right, it's much more muscular, much more than, than right. So, but but the beginning, you know, just, the conversation begins with just just a chamor. Chamor is just the, it's like the uh, broccoli. What broccoli? So so it's, it's the basics. Yeah, you start. It's like uh, you get a, 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 what's it called? Like like a you know. A Toyota Camry, right? It's a, it's a, it's a non, non-differentiated car. It's a non-distinct vehicle, right? It's, it looks like a car. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's what you, yeah, if you need to get around. If it does, <laughs> that's what I got it. <laughs> it gets the job done, right? But uh, uh, some people, they drive an SUV. Uh, you know, so, no matter what, know. Toyota Camrys will not die. Right. No matter how. It just just keeps on, you know, trucking along, right? No it's just like the like the Hamor, right? Okay. So so that is the um, concept of just basic uh, just basic animal. Motion is by model like we discussed earlier. I think we this was uh, discussed uh, in the first uh, in the first section of Gvur Hashem. It's of a Yerkivim ala Hamor when Moshe Rabbeinu um, put his family on the Hamor. We brought the Midrash over there, the Hamor that Avram Avinu wrote, that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote, the Mashiach is going to ride, right? This represents physicality. Shal Hamor Rishon, he is the first of a call, a share, Nota, El Hatsura, Hu Achron. So it means uh, you have the, the Kind of the like Noah said the the clay right the, the raw the basics, and then afterwards you add features right oh I want I want a, a sunroof I want a convertible I want leather all those are already added on now you got to pay more for that nobody's buying Toyota Camry with a you know, sunroof and that you just get just drive it maybe a sunroof but a convertible not yeah okay. Lefikach, Koach Mitzrayim, Koach Bechor, Shehu Rishon. Lekach, Ovdim Lamazlo Rishon. So, so why are they so obsessed with, with the beginning, with the Rishon? Because the Rishon, that, that's, that's them. They represent where 
kind of humanity starts. They're like the cradle, what are they? The cradle of civilization, right? They're the humans minus any really advanced features, also, right? Uh, you think ancient humans, you think Egyptians. Hieroglyphic, I mean, the writing started there. That's where, that's the basic. So they were really into that. That's who they are. Ulakach. Why, hmm? why isn't this mazel called the chamor? Why is it called the sheep? Oh, so the first, so, so the first born chamor has to be redeemed with the sheep. Right? The first born chamor, you have to redeem with the sheep. Okay. Otherwise, you have to kill him. Break the back of his neck. But he has the baby sheep. What? The, the mazel is the baby sheep. Like this, the tle, the, the lamb. Okay. Is that, a, I mean, it's interesting, like, they have to be the firstborn. So we pick the firstborn mazel. Sorry. So the firstborn yeah. mazel you would think is the, is, is the chamor. No, it's right. the sheep because we redeem it. Right. But it's not the sheep, it's actually the baby sheep. What? It's but not, you, it's you, not, same thing. You can no, but it. you redeem with the baby sheep. You redeem with the baby sheep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, so the only, uh, so, so usually doesn't have to do with, with any um, spiritual things. They're, they're, they're sidelined, the, 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 the tummy animals. They're not really um, central enough to... Human to human to the issue to to humans to our to our operations in the world to where they would they would get a, a kedusha, but, but a chamor because it speaks to such a foundational concept called racious, so then a chamor does have a a pater a, a pater rechem, a firstborn kishayich bechamor shehu yoserishin. Kemoshi is buyer Lamal. Ulifika Kashir. Oh, one second. Before I go into that, so yeah, kind of not. So just to finish up Noah's question before we go to Ulifika. Yeah. So I. So then the firstborn constellation should be should be a Hamor. So I think similar to that. Uh, Hamor is kind of the negative way of looking at it. I mean, it's, it's the... You know, it's kind of what, what, we, you know, what we would call it, right? The, but the place where the Hamor does enter into loftiness is when he's swapped out for, for, for a set, for a sheep. Yeah? That's where the firstborn Hamor is swapped out for a sheep. So the mazel... I mean, the truth is, I don't know what the Egyptians called that first mazel. Maybe they did used to call it a chamor. Interesting. I wonder. Yeah. But we call it a tle. We call it a sheep. Because mm-hmm. that's the swap out. That's the, but the sheep is part. Over. That's the part that could be given to the. That's the part that could be given to the kohanim. Yeah. As a bchor. In, in, in exchange for the. Bechor of the chamor, you you give you give a bechor of a sheep instead. 
But why would the mitzvah be tapped into? Or so that's a good question. So I, I'm, I'm not sure. That's what I said. I, I, I wonder. I wonder if the mitzvah... My grandfather... Sorry. It doesn't matter who. It sounds like one of my family members would say, it's all made up. The whole word kale comes from the mitzvah. That's what they call their guy. You know, like it just feels like what's going on. I know it's not the case, but... Yeah, no, no. Um, Again, so, so one of two options right now we have in front of us, right? Okay. One is that, the, is that every, the whole world understands that the constellation is a sheep. Okay. But the sheep is, so to speak, if a, if a, if a, if a chamor... A chamor can't fly up to the stars. He, he can't have a constellation of a chamor. But you could have a constellation from, you know, that the chamor um, can... Be represented up there as a sheep. What down here is a chamor. It swaps out for a sheep. That, that, that's one option. The other option, I'm wondering if we call it Leah, the first one, because we understand that the chamor has to be swapped out for a sheep. That's by mitzvah. So we call that mazal Leah. But they didn't worship the sheep. They that was their That's a so good point. That's a good Maybe point. they that's didn't know point. the chamor part of it. Maybe they know this pasuk from Yecheskel. They say the sheep's the firstborn, that's the chashev. And we say, yeah, but you're really a chamor, they get switched out for the sheep. You're not actually it's a sheep. It's a good point. No, no, that was a good point. Uh, uh, I don't know. Okay, so... So, seemingly, they agree that that when the, chamor, that the spiritual representative of the chamor is the sheep. Yeah? So, that's why if you're going to worship someone, you're going to worship the sheep. But right, but we, but we, but but the, the reason why is because they are humri, they are physical, and so the and therefore now I don't know exactly why the exchange rate chamor to a sheep, but that I don't remember. I don't remember the Mavarshim speaking that point out. Why? Why is that? The why is it converted? So I you mean, sacrifice a chamor for a if you have, sheep. If you have a firstborn chamor. Right, you do a pigeon. So you, you you redeem it by giving it to the Kohen a sheep. No, the baby sheep is called a... Was well, it Tla? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, a lamb, a lamb. So you give a lamb, and then you get to keep your uh, firstborn chamor. Right? Otherwise you have to break it the back of his neck. So we see that, that that's Yaakov Avinu didn't want to be buried in Mitzrayim because he said, I'm, I'm called a sheep, right? Say Yaakov, uh, and they're called a chamor. So if, if they have me, then they can use me to redeem themselves from Makas Bechoros. Right? Makas Bechoros is going to come to break the neck of the Hamor, which is the firstborn, right? And they're going to try to re- use me to redeem them. That's why they worship, because they're saying, I, maybe, maybe that's the point, is they worship the sheep, kind of realizing that, listen, we are the Hamorim, right? We are physical, so we understand we need to worship the sheep, we need to get the sheep to redeem us so that we should be able to live. Okay. That's so then we'll we'll come back next week to the Lufikach over here uh, to, to come back to this midrash. We had a pity Petra Chamor in Chicago. <laughs>